Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dice and Roll, do Queer Staff Iron Podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like If we have the Ruby Phoenix, what other gemstone creatures exist in Galarian? The Diamond Dickhead. <laughs> now that's a team name. Now that is that's a team good. name. That's can pretty we, good. Can we go back and like replace uh, anytime we say Radiant Wins with the Diamond Dickheads? You can do that, but every time you no. have to do it with like no, no, just no, 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 one no, no. sound file. Hold yeah. up. Um,. It's the other team name that people give the Lightbringers. <laughs> You're not wrong about that at all. It does kind of suit them, though, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, it does suit them really well. So, so the, um, the question asker has uh, given a few options, like the Sapphire Dragon, the Onyx Torquoise, the Pearlescent Tiger. Yeah, all very good. What classes would these people be? Ooh. Because, like, Ruby Phoenix is a mighty powerful sorcerer. The, 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 what tiger? The pearlescent tiger. Uh, the pearlescent tiger. I don't know. Tigers have always been monk to me. Yeah. I mean, I suppose maybe that is, that, to me, I think that's, be- I think that's because, um, I watched Hunt for Panda. <laughs> uh, the Onyx Tortoise. That's a harder one. Tank. A Tank of some kind. I think the Tank Onyx Tortoise, the, the Onyx Tortoise would be like a, a, a champion, yeah. I, it's obvious um, what the Sapphire Dragon is, right? What do you think it is? A drag queen. Oh. It's not a class! <laughs> it could be. It should be, if all was right in the world. Yeah, if everything was perfect, it'd be a class. You're right. If, if Pathfinder 2 was a good game, it would be. <laughs> no! <laughs> and here's our new class. We've got drag fighters, queen. we've got druids, we've got drag queen. <laughs> um, anyway... Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yes. So, previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes rested and relaxed for a brief while as they came to know the city of Goka a little better. Masami met with their father and discussed strange theories and hinted at some mysteries of their past we are not yet privy to. Shi Chuji trained alongside Yalvora of the Biting Roses and was able to get a bit of a uh, talk out about their past. And Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, interacted with their family, who has they have a completely and utterly healthy relationship with. Yeah! Yeah! Um, yeah! Following this, you all went to dinner uh, with several sponsors to watch a performance by Razu, uh, the, a great and powerful opera singer. 
However, also present at dinner was uh, your sworn enemies, the Diamond Dickheads, um, <laughs> the Light Keepers, <laughs> who uh, were less than pleasant the entire time. When, it, when something went wrong with Razu's performance, and according to Ma Sammy's magic sense, several powerful magics clashed all at once, a rift to the plane of air opened, and our heroes had to stop the problem. They did so with fists and fury and fervor and utter F-words. Um, and... And fuck. And fuck. Uh, Chuji blinded themselves, Masami did a cool pose, Sanku uh, sewed, uh, sewed clothes a uh, portal, and uh, you were all very publicly saved the day and have a lot of eyes on you because of it. Yeah. So, are we, uh, are we good topping the character? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> it is the morning. Sun is rising over the Ruby Village. And everyone is... The week is slowly coming close to an end. You know? Hmm. You guys know that, like, within the next few days, you're going to need to, um, be sponsored, you know? And you have caught the eyes of several very powerful people so far, but you're going to need to, like, nail in the best deal possible. You know what I mean? Hmm. Right now, Kasuhida and, uh, Kumashai are certainly very interested in you guys, but there might be more. There might be other people who uh, could give you a good deal. As you all stand, you can kind of, like, watch in the, uh, like, by the river passing through the Ruby Village. You see Tino Tung, um, Artus of the Biting Roses, um, Trough Frost Knuckles of uh, Winter's Roar, and Nessir of Speakers of the Wind. Uh, all standing by the riverbank and doing calisthenics together, morning stretches. You can see um, the members of Steps of the Sun uh, nearby uh, discussing uh, with each other as uh, they emerge from the dining hall. And uh, you all have some time to wake up and, you know, talk about how you're doing, what you're doing, you know? Uh, yesterday was an interesting day for everyone. So, mm -hmm. you know... I'm gonna ask, what is everyone doing? What, how is everyone holding up right now? I like to think that there's just like this, like uh, this establishing shot. Shot. Shuji uh, is doing whatever they're doing, and then like in the foreground, you can see the fucking trash can with uh, their their <laughs> their hand wraps, the their hand dazzling wraps hand wraps. Them fame. Yes. Are they not? Do they not love the gift they were given? They don't love being blind. But Satsumino gave that to Shuji. That's no, no, no. That's what Shuji's gonna do today. Shuji's gonna go back to the market and beat the shit out of Satsumai with the generous Satsumai okay. with the dead. Okay. All right, sure. You can if you you can sure fucking try. Um, <laughs> Sanku, which prince of the sea? How are you doing today after your showdown in the opera house yesterday? Uh, well, now in the morning after Sanku has rest, Sanku's doing pretty good. Sanku's doing fine. He, he wakes up and I, th I think he's in a pretty alright mood. What he's just he's sleepy. Doing? Um, I think he's probably just doing like morning preparations for like uh for you know magic. Ah, uh, you uh, communing with your familiar? Yeah. Okay, and by communing so with his familiar, he's talking. 
No Senku. Today's exercise is that you must complete. You must do these arcane multiplication tables. I don't want to do those anymore, though. Senku, you must know that metamagic is an important part of any caster's time. <sighs> but I'm a witch. So I thought it was wizards that deal with that. But even a witch must know how to do their arcane multiplication tables. Yeah, what happens but if we... you cross evocation and necromancy, Sanku? I don't know, it's sick as hell. You didn't. That is the right answer, but I don't believe you did it. <laughs> I don't believe you did your work for it. I did my work. <laughs> um, Masami, how are you doing? It's been a, a tense few days for you, I feel, right? So, right now in the morning, I think um, they're kind of meditating. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're outside. They're probably, like, under a tree or something. Um, and I think they're just trying to think back to the yesterday's events and the strange happenings on Danger Island. A lot went down, didn't it? Yeah. So, right now, I think they're just they seem calm. They are they are meditating. Like, they are very neutral-faced, poised. They're... Everything on the exterior is fine. On the inside, though... You know how... You know how, like, you can... Um, in movie reels, there's, like, different scenes that have several different opacities just, like, zooming through the, through the screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's like going that. on in their head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear sweet Masami. So you're outside meditating... That's what yes. you're doing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then I think, uh, funnily enough, it happens to you. Oh, it? Yeah, well, she happens to you. Okay. Uh, as you're sitting under this tree, you are jolted back to reality by a hand on your shoulder and a knock-knock. Uh, oh. <sighs> and as you look up, a familiar face is smiling down at you. Uh, it is a woman wearing a sky-blue kimono with uh, cloud patterns on it. Uh, her hair is in a short bob, and she is wearing uh, circular glasses. And this is a woman that you came to know very well over the course of only a few days. One Hanazaki Hikari. <gasps> I think Masami blinks for a second and just, Hikari, hey! They get up from their their scene, they're like, how are you doing? How's, how's, how have things been? Well, very good. Um, I'm I'm very happy to see you again. Normally, you know, we're not supposed to stay in contact or anything. Well, it's not like they did. It's it's not. You can see she's stumbling over words for a second <laughs> at the very it's idea okay. of her potentially not following the rules. Egad. Um, <laughs> Masami puts a hand on her shoulder and goes, "It's okay. It's fine." Well, it's I did come here for business, but also I very much so volunteered to be the one to do this business. Um, how, how, how have you been? All of you. Oh, uh, good. Are the others inside? Yeah, they're inside. Come on, let's go. Sure. Uh, and she smiles a little bit. This is a much warmer person than the extremely professional and a little bit frustrated uh, lady that you met on, like, the first day. Yeah. Uh, I think she warmed up to you all a lot. And I think it helps that it's you, right? Like, I think... She, you and her have a... I don't want to say connection, but, like, you and her have... You've made friends, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, as you enter, uh, Hikari uh, smiles and kind of claps her hands as, at Juji and uh, Sankyu says, Hello, everyone. It's me again. Hikari? Hello. How are you all doing? Great. What are you doing here? Um, well, I, like I said to Misami, I am on business, but um, it's good to see you all. It's... I, I heard about your encounter at the Opera House yesterday. It's all uh, its all over the uh, city's tabloids. Is it really? I mean, yes. Um, a lot of the headlines are, well, not exaggerated, but certainly they embellish, I assume. I, I would imagine that you did not single-handedly rescue uh, the sponsors from the jaws of uh, several air elementals, right? Uh, no. That didn't happen. <laughs> it was a little bit different. Um, nor did you pioneer your own life-based stance, Chuchi? No, I definitely- I- No, oh, no I he, did, he did, he did. Hi, Akari, he did. Hi. <laughs> well, I- Did you or didn't you? I'm getting mixed replies here. Well, I, <laughs> I'm not giving credit to that fucker. I got <laughs> shitty hand wraps. He got scammed at the market, and then he punched in the hand wraps, blinded him. Oh, an overdramatic curse? Is that what that was? Yes, um, when you hit someone hard enough, it'll blind you and uh, coat you in fairy fire. Why would anyone fucking make that? I Tricking don't mean people? to be rude, but it is a curse. <laughs> it's generally to curse people with. Yeah, well, it's a shitty curse. Um, Hikari kind of smiles. She shoots you again, uh, Masami smile. Um, I don't know that Hikari would usually be comfortable with people as rowdy as Chuji, for example. Not that she doesn't like you, but, like, having mm -hmm. someone who's a little calmer is grounding for her, you know? As um, Masami fact, is just, like, doing the cool guy lean on the threshold <laughs> of the house. Yeah. But at the same time, I think because, uh, because there was someone to ground you, I think Chuji, um, Hikari is extremely fond of you by now. But, like, Aww. you remember how she reacted to you on the first day, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this bitch doing sleeping. <laughs> um, Hikari kind of clears her throat and she says, um, now, um, I do wish I could just stay here and talk forever, but I actually do have a job. That being? I'm here on behalf of my employer. Oh. General Kasuhida. Oh! You work for him? Um, yes. Um, my father was a samurai, a mercenary, who helped expand General Hida's operation quite a lot, honestly. And it was true, General Hida, that I was able to become a enforcer on Dage Island. Wow. Um, this is silly, but I had really hoped to be there because one day I'd like to perform in the Ruby Phoenix tournament as well. Well, I'm sure you'll make it someday, right? Maybe. I don't know if I have it. I have the same gumption as you do. Nah, you can make it. I mean, hey, you're with us, then winning a team of this time. <laughs> she smiles. I think she's a little reassured, but she ruffles herself and says, Regardless, um, I do have a message to read to you. Mm -hmm. General Hida extends his uh, deepest gratitude for your actions at the Empress Ying opera house last night and wishes to invite you all for an afternoon lunch at Shellen's Comb 
at 1 p.m. Oh, wow. Is he asking us out? Um, are you asking my personal opinion? Yeah? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she looks almost embarrassed by that. Um, General Hida, I don't believe, is emotionally available for a romance. That's fair. Um. I don't mean to gossip, but I'm sure you know wh why. Oh, yeah. Didn't you get divorced? And her face sours. Divorce is not a word he likes to use for the topic. Separated? Yes, that's more... That's more like it. Um, have, ever knew, have you ever been to Sean's Cove? Mm, what is it before I say yes or no? Uh, so, see, Goka's shoreline is mostly a jagged array of docks and marinas. But um, one particular place is just a supreme... Um, this extremely beautiful site um, in the industrial sector of Goka, in Old Town it's called um, there's this beautiful series of tall basalt cliffs uh, called Shellen's Clone or Shellen's Comb like um, it looks like an actual comb dipping out of the water you know mm -hmm. um, and it's it's got a few cafes nearby which you would assume is where you're going to meet Wahida um mm -hmm. And Hikari does have, like, an address written down. But, yeah, have any of you been to this scenic place in the industrial center of the city? I'm gonna say probably not for Chuji. Uh, then probably not for Senku. Uh, Senku's like, I, no, I, I haven't. Um, I've been to Goka before, but, um, I haven't been there. I think Masami might have been close by the area, but not, like, in there, in there. Mm -hmm. You've seen Sheldon's Comb, but you've not, like, gone to the Sheldon's Comb community, you know? Yeah. The, with, like, taverns named after it and, like, um, gift shops selling mm. t-shirts with Sheldon's Comb on it or whatever. I don't think that one's uh, very galarian but sure, look. Um, but I think uh, Hikari kind of bows her head a little bit and says, one way or another, General Hida is very excited to speak to you all. I do think that he has a true fondness for you all. You think so? Well, yes. He spoke uh, very, very uh, proudly of you all, even. Wow. You think he wants to sponsor us? Well, I believe that may be in his plans, but he has other teams that he is interested in as well, of course. Hmm. But at the same time, like... The way that we jumped into action immediately, especially on a night where he definitely didn't want to be there. I personally think that it did a wonderful job in gaining his attention. Um, I guess we'll go then, right? I would heavily suggest it. Cool. Keep our options open. Plus, he seems like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lolo uh, is on Sanku's shoulder and says, Yes, Masami, you and Lord Hida seem to get on like a house on water. <laughs> well, considering we both have a certain hyperfixation for battle tactics, doesn't surprise me. Hikari puts a hand up his... Sorry, have some, have some water? I don't like fire as much as I like water. <laughs> I don't think you can just switch those words out all the time, though. I can and I will. Alright, Lolo. Now... Shall we prepare for a, a, an afternoon out by the sea? Yeah! Okay, yeah. Sounds like fun. 
uh, Carrie nods a little bit and uh, she smiles and says, and well, if you ever wish to uh, speak with me again, I'll be in Goka for the foreseeable future working for uh, General Hida. I love nice that. To, yeah. It'd be nice to catch up with you all. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. We'll see you around. Uh, she smiles and kind of bows her head a little bit. And uh, she makes her way off. And uh, you guys have some time to figure out what you're going to do today. <sighs> so we have our afternoon set. We do. <laughs> What's wrong, Chuji? You look hesitant. No, I'm not hesitant to go. I mean... What's the matter? What are you damning about? Damn. I gotta go beat the shit out of that merchant later. It's still the morning. The market is always open, so... Do you think... Do you think she'll be there? Likely. I mean, she wants to make money, right? Do you think it's gonna look bad if I take my money back from this person through force? You got scammed. Yeah, but like... I don't know, what if someone's like, don't do that. Would somebody do that? I don't know. I mean, is it going to look bad, yes or no? I don't think so. It's just asking for a refund. Yeah, um, I mean, like, I wouldn't do it, but also, I wouldn't do that to anybody. <laughs> and That's fair. 2G, 2G, you're allowed, you're... I think you're allowed to beat somebody up if they if they if they, if they mess with you. You're right. Uh, they they like go, they they stand up and they pick up the thing or the the, the wraps out of the garbage and they march on out. Where to huh? go, Chuji? Uh, do you there want he, us to come There with they you? go. If you want to catch up, and they're walking out. Kind of want to watch. Do you do you guys want to come with? Oh, might as well see what this merchant's like. See the master criminal who scammed dear Chuji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see who this is. Okay, do you guys go see the master sc- criminal who scammed dear Chuji? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you go to find Satsumaimo DeGeneres. Uh, now, I want you all to make me a diplomacy check. Because, surprising absolutely no one, her shop is not there in the same place. <laughs> here's my, here here's my flat check. Okay, uh, I got a 36. 37. <laughs> I got a 10. Uh, you guys spend some time asking around. Um, it's not easy. No one seems to quite mm-hmm. know who the hell you're talking about. Uh, Chuji, I think you're too angry to get your words <laughs> out simply. But ultimately, you do find it. The tent mm-hmm. is still the same color, but it's designed slightly differently with uh, a lot more, like, ribbons thrown over it not decorated particularly well but seem- seemingly decorated you know somehow I guess mm-hmm. if you want to call this decoration <laughs> and you're standing outside an unmarked store but Chuji you recognize it as soon as like Misami pulls you up and is like hey is this the one you're like that's the fucking one that's the fucking one uh, as as soon as Chuji knows that that is the fucking booth they, they go up to it and they slam their hands on the counter. Oh, it's okay, so uh, you're pushing in? Yes, I'm pushing in. I'm going. Okay. Sh- uh, Sanku and Masami, what are you guys doing as Shuji's just marching the fuck in? I think Sanku is just... I think Sanku's staying behind. Like, he's not trying to be like, I'm also here to fight. Um, he's just... He just wants to... He just wants to watch. 
What you, Masami? Yeah, I think Masami is again fucking cool guy standing outside the, like <laughs> on the threshold of the tent. Like, well, let's see how this goes down. Okay. <laughs> well, you enter, and uh, Dare indeed is Satsumaimo the generous, and uh, she looks up at you and with that stupid slug yam face, she says, "Hello." <laughs> you fucking scammed me! <laughs> I did not! Yes, you fucking did! You gave me these pieces of shit! They don't work right! Welcome to Satsumaimo DeGeneres. Would you like to buy some I'm gonna reach over that fucking counter right the fuck now. I don't know you. <laughs> yes, you do! You sold me these, and they're like shaking the uh, wraps in her face. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're not actually dazzling. They're cursed. You sold me a cursed fucking item, you bitch. First off, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Secondly, you never asked if they were cursed. Why would I ask if they were cursed? Carpe I trusted that you wouldn't sell me a cursed Carpe item. Diem. Senku, Senku's, uh, <laughs> nudges, nudges Masami and says, Did they just start singing? Masami, <laughs> who hasn't been able to stop laughing, is <laughs> 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 just like, Oh man, I don't think so, dude. This is hilarious, so I'm glad I came. <laughs> You're giving me my gold bag. I'm afraid that's impossible. I'm afraid it's very possible, and it's gonna happen. I can't do that for many reasons. What the fuck do you mean? Yes, you can! First of all, you explicitly stated you would never ask me for a refund. I lied, just like you did! I, secondly, I never <laughs> lied. I told you that these hand drops would blind. You didn't say they would blind me! Well, I felt that should be Oh my fucking god. I bought them to blind someone else during combat. Why the fuck would I buy a pair of reps that blinds me during combat? What kind of fucking masochist do you think I am? It makes you look really cool. That's it. 2G reaches over the counter. <laughs> and 2G is like do doing the thing where like, you know how like humans will like strangle a puppet? Yeah. It's that. Yeah, she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a like, trope, so it doesn't matter. She's like, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But there are more reasons I cannot give you my gold. <laughs> You're giving me a refund. It's impossible. It's not. It Just reach into your fucking money bag and give it back to me. You can have the stupid wraps back. She slowly goes for her money bag and she hands it to you. Thank you. It's That's empty. not so hard, it's isn't it? empty as hell. What the fuck? <laughs> it is empty as hell, my friend. Did you spend it all already? What's wrong with you? I bought many ribbons. Ribbons? You did see your ribbons on the tent when you entered. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I, I'm taking this. And Chudi grabs something random from Tetsumamu's okay, uh, booth. There is a, um, god, what does she have? She has uh, a ring of lies and she has a clandestine cloak. Uh, I think Chudi would grab the ring because jewelry is expensive. 
Okay. You're gonna grab the ring, uh, the ring of lies. Yeah. Okay. You can uh, double click her and drag that onto your sheet. Slay. And she says, uh, "That will be one hundred and fifty gold." I'm not doing that. Oh, teeth. Teeth. <laughs> teeth. <laughs> Judy starts walking away. They have they have thrown the, the wraps back onto the table. <laughs> okay. So you now have the ring of lies. What the fuck do you do now? You hear her still, like, monotone teeth! And, like, <laughs> as soon as you've left, Juji, she's pointing at you, Masami, and Sanku, and says, Guards! Arrest that teeth! Us? Yes! Guards? Yes! Okay, we'll go get them. Sanku, we can't do that! We're Juji! We'll go get <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll, we'll follow after him. It's fine. It's fine. You guys, like, you are now standing outside the Satsumano de Genesis tent. You can hear her, like, yelling, but she's not doing shit. What What the fuck do you, do you guys do? You're under arrest. Ex- no. Look <laughs> out! Ow! <laughs> uh, well... Let's hope this one isn't cursed, and uh, Chuji, like, uh, sure? holds the ring that they've just fucking stolen. I guess. Well, Chuji, do you feel any different? No. Uh. I don't feel different at all. Oh. I just feel anxious. Uh. Wait. Hang. <laughs> I don't. I, I do? Oh my god, you're telling the truth? Uh, uh, she takes it off. Uh, it won't come off. What? Oh, oh no. Oh my god. How much do you love me? I love you a lot. You're like a little brother to me. It turns blue. The real Chuji would never say that. They've been replaced by an imposter. Masami, kill them. I, no, what? I haven't been replaced. I'm just gonna try and take it off. God damn! <laughs> Get it off, Masami. It like, off. I don't like to be emotionally available. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> I uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look at my spell book. Oh, hold on. Does anyone Shuji. have any soap? Shuji, what do you think the sea? I think the sea is really scary. Why are you afraid oh, of the wait. sea, Shuji? Well, <laughs> stop wait. trying to pry into his mind. Wait, wait, Shuji, Shuji, give me, give me your hand, give me your hand, let me see if this works. Here. Right, uh, I'm gonna try and cast grease, the way that you'd use, okay. like, butter okay. or soap. I like that. Um, <laughs> Shuji, will you make me an acrobatics or teavery check? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if this stays on forever, I'll be so happy. 43. No such luck, Ritz. You get the fuck out of there. Grease, <laughs> it slips off and clangs onto the floor. Oh, thank God. Fuck off. <laughs> well, I feel like this will be useful in, like, a bunch of ways, but... Wow. <laughs> that was... I didn't say anything. You didn't Tell hear anything. Tell me something that only the real Shichuji would know. Kill yourself. That's my boy. <laughs> and they're back. Um, Chuji just snatches the ring up pockets it <laughs> are you keeping it yeah okay i mean it could actually come in handy if you can figure out a way to make this come in handy i will be so happy 
<laughs> um, you know I will. Regardless, um, you have a cursed ring instead of cursed hand wraps by now. Um, I will say, as you've been, like, talking and, like, doing this in the street, you have noticed that there's, like, a lot of eyes on you. Um, there's, like, people from, like, you know, installs looking over and whispering, like, oh my god, wait, those are the ruby feet? What are they called? The Radiant Riders? Something like that? <laughs> um, all of them seem very, like, the news has apparently spread. Mm-hmm. You know? Let's just go home. This was a terrible idea. Oh, you should go do other things. We don't need to go home. Anywhere but here. Perhaps we should okay. make our way towards the old town so that we may make our lunch date with Kasuhida. Sure. Does that sound good to everyone? Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds fine. Then away we go, everyone. Um, and you all make your way down to Shellen's Cove. Um, it is beautiful here. Um, like, it is a very, very nice part of town. Um, like, like I said, Shun's Combe is in Old Town, so it is an industrial area. Um, so a lot of the fancy architecture that you see here is not as fancy as you've seen elsewhere in Goka, you know? Mm -hmm. It's all very practical. Um, it's a lot of, uh, the working class people of Goka, uh, who live here, you know? Yeah. Um... Versus like the like the richer parts of Goka, which I think I can only really describe as uh, Splatsville from Splatoon Tree in the middle of a Splatsfest, you know, mm -hmm. like um, permanent festival, music playing, paper lanterns. This is a much more down to earth part of Goka, you yeah. know. Um, and certainly, as you are making your way through towards uh, the cafe that you'll be meeting, Kasowat you can see Shun's Comb itself, and it is beautiful. Um, massive spikes of basalt kind of poke out of the sea, and you can see, like, uh, water crashing against them and pulling them away. And, like, the smell of sea salt enters your lungs. And uh, you get to a part where all these cafes are. You can tell this part is a little gentrified. Like, just a little bit, because it's got a nice view. Um, so Southern California... <laughs> <laughs> exactly but um you you are standing at the the steps of a uh of the way up but uh you did hear something mm -hmm. the sound of harsh bickering hmm. contrasting sharply against the soothing ocean breeze and like <laughs> like it's a really peaceful view but then there's this like arguing do you want to like listen or do you yeah. want to just go up or what I think we should listen well what you hear is well all I said was that such a bold choice suits your taste I don't see why that that must cause an argument it's always arguments here it's like the way that you said it was inappropriate and to call me the general as if you don't know me how dare you and he says, oh, here we go. How dare you? How I dare because I choose to dare. You, on the other hand, are acting like a petulant child. Child? Excuse me, I'm not the one who did not check the reservations first. And clearly you are, because you also didn't check. What the fuck do you guys do? 
as you're hearing this. You can definitely tell we... one of those is um, Kasuhita. Can we peek over? You're gonna peek over? Yeah, I wanna see. <laughs> I wanna see. You wanna see who he's arguing with? Yeah. Well, this is the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> it's none other than Aldenaut Unmar, <laughs> the alchemical <laughs> mogul, and Kasuhita's ex. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh yes. And you can see standing very awkwardly behind Unmar are the biting roses. Just <laughs> 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 heads kind of bowed in shame like they did this somehow. <laughs> I I think uh, uh they really just like made their way like up those like little stairs on a random little walkway and they're like peeking over at them. Mm-hmm. She, she like turns back to the others and they're like, should we interrupt? They're like having an actual fucking fight. The others look stressed out though, so I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, let's yeah. L- let's let's go. General Hida. Um, as they're arguing, uh, Hida straightens up and he turns around and claps his hands. And there they are, the radiant winds, my favorite team. Hi. And uh. <laughs> You see Unmar in the background rolling his eyes. Um, and uh, Hida comes up to each of you, and he Chuji, he takes your uh, your uh, face and he kisses you on both cheeks. And he goes oh to you and my Sam god. And he kisses you on both cheeks. And Sanku, he goes to you and kisses you on both cheeks. And you know what? Not even Lolo's safe. And he stands <laughs> and says, How are you all doing today? I, I trust that you all you all made it here uh, in good health. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well, we don't have to... <clears throat> no, you know what? We will stay here. Um, come with me, everyone. He says, striding forward. Sure. Okay. He strides... uh, Senku waves to the biting, the biting roses. Um, yeah, most so of them have their heads ducked low in shame, but Lantondo, the uh, wirewood, waves back. <laughs> um, and he, he sit, Hida sits at the table. And Unmar sits at the table. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. Unmar says, Well, we already booked in advance, so we're not leaving. Come on, everyone, don't be a- afraid. Sit down, it's a very big table. And Ahida says, Likewise, Radiant Winds, why don't you make yourselves comfortable? Come, sit. Let's let's share this uh, this afternoon with uh, this uh, the Biting Roses, was it? Yes, yes. Um... We know them. <laughs> Our good friends. Hi, Yarika. Yarika smiles, and you can see it is a pain smile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Hida smacks the bench beside him and says, Well, everyone, sit. This is the best cafe in all of Goke, if, you, if uh, I do say so myself. And um, we did have it booked in advance, so we, we shall stay here. Okay. Sounds lovely. Sounds great. <laughs> this is gonna be painful. How are you guys doing? Well, Chuji hates a lot of social situations, but I think like Chuji is cringing. That's how Chuji is doing. Okay, uh, Masami, how are you doing? Oh man, oh boy. So the thing is that they're sitting like away from their <laughs> so. And the way they're sitting is that uh, Hida is like between them and Shuji, and Masami's like on the other end of the table. <laughs> so like, 
<laughs> they're in it. <laughs> they're, uh... They're just looking through the menu. They're looking through the menu. <laughs> they're very invested in what is going on in the menu. <laughs> yeah, damn, this menu has such a powerful storyline. I really like the typography that they chose for the- I'm just gonna order the cake. <laughs> uh, Sanku, what are you doing? I think Sanku is trying to be as friendly to everyone as possible. Well, Sanku, in your ear, Lolo says, Sanku, now's your chance. Huh? To what? Water is the element of romance. You can fix them. <laughs> what? Tell me something more romantic than a date by the beach or having a picnic by a river. You can do this, Sanku. Repair their broken marriage. What? You can. I trust in you. Put in. Put, learn. Put everything I've taught you to practice. You've taught me spells. And I've taught you poise. I don't see anyone lining up to date me. Yes, but that's because, well, we'll not get into it. What? Oh! What's on the what? menu? What? Oh. <laughs> um, so. Damn. You all have some time to uh, make an influence round on either Alden Outwoodmar or Kasuhida. <laughs> um, now, to pull back the curtain. High risk, high reward. Yeah. You can attempt to uh, fix the situation, as it were. Uh, I I feel like this is a lose-win scenario. Mm. Maybe. I, you cannot do both in this. I think we, were, we are going to have to go with our good friend Hida. Uh, because if we are nice to his ex in front of him and try to impress his ex in front of him... I don't know if he'll like that. Chuji, who are you going to speak to? Honestly, I don't even think Chuji speaks to uh, to General Hida. I think Chuji's like talking across the table to Yorika. Okay, you're just you're like you know what? I'm not engaging in this. <laughs> I'm not getting into this. Yeah, this okay. is not for me. <laughs> so you're not even going to try and make skill checks on either of them? You're like, nope. Mm-mm. This is above my pay grade. <laughs> okay, Masami, what about you? I I think I feel like Hita is trying to I feel like they're both trying to do the thing where they're like one-upping each other by like this is my team well this is my team oh yeah um so I think Masami is probably gonna try to like uh, make a good impression mm-hmm. and like see to try to get on like Hita's good side and probably turn the, try to turn this thing into like a good a semi-decent meal. Okay. At least for one end of the table. What about you, Sanku? What's the plan? Sanku's plan? Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's going to be specifically trying to get them back together because I think that he's worried that they'll start yelling at each other. But in my head, Sanku's the kind of person who'd want everybody to get along. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I feel like he'd be trying to make that happen. Okay, so you're trying to be a peacemaker here. Yes. Uh, Pulling off the rare and uh, highly dangerous uh, auspicizing between two Kismaces. So true. Going wild. There was another Homestuck reference in Battle (laughs) Roll this week. There's so many Homestuck fans in the fandom. 
They all got the joke. Anyway, um... Shut up. <laughs> um, okay. So, I think, uh, Senku, we can start with you if you like, because I think that'll inform how long the rest of dinner goes off. Uh, by now, some seafood has been brought out, some little, like, prawn dishes, um, and the two of them are speaking, and, uh, you know, Unmara's like, well, I chose to bring the biting roses here yesterday because, sorry, I chose to bring the biting roses here today because, frankly, uh, to have people from so far off as Arcadia, I feel that's the kind of representation that we should have at the Ruby Phoenix tournament. I mean, no offense to you, Radiant Winds, but there have been many, many martial artists from Goka before. What makes uh, another so different? Meanwhile here, a cultist from Arcadia. Now that's something that can be branded and marketed. And uh, Hida kind of strains his back and says, mm, branding and marketing, perhaps. But you must recall, Unmar, that, ooh, going on for a surname, ooh. Mm. You must recall that... This is not a test of who is more marketable. It's a test of who's strongest. And after I was rescued by these brave fighters yesterday, while I have nothing to say but the kindest and most hopeful of words for their future in the tournament. And there's a lot of back and forth between them. Aren't both of those things important? If we had only people from outside of Gokar, even Tiansha... That would... I don't understand then why it would be held in Tiansha, but I think if we only had people from Tiansha and Goka, that would also be, like, misrepresentative of how strong people can be. Make me a diplomacy check. This isn't either of their normal skills, but you are very much so doing diplomacy here. Yeah, on Sekulimifun. It's going to be a high, a high DC, so we'll see. I think the two of them relent briefly. <laughs> like they're both taken in by what you have to say, Senku. And I think Unmar, he strokes his beard a little bit and says, Hmm, very well put. Uh, what was your name? Mr. Prince, was it? Uh, it's Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Well, Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Very well put indeed. I suppose you Thank can't you. bank everything on who is most marketable. You do get an influence point on both of them. <laughs> that was your high risk, high reward. You have influence Unmar, and you have influence Hida. Well, I, I've, I've done my part. Um, as the lunch continues, I think Yorika coughs and says, I need to go to the bathroom. And she gets up, and she as she's walking away, she's looking at you, she's looking at you, she's looking at you. I gotta piss too! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Chuji gets up and falls. Mm. All right. <laughs> um, Yarika says, "Subtle, very good." Well, I are you okay? I don't know. What the hell is going on? The, what, you know what's like going on between them, right? No. Why do they hate each other so much? Oh my god, Yarika, they're divorced. They're what? <laughs> they're fucking divorced. <laughs> they're exes. Oh. Oh. They used to be together, and it did not end well. Well, how was I supposed to know that? We're, we've never even been in Tiansha before, let alone... Go. No, it's okay. I didn't know that shit either. Someone had to tell me. Okay. It it all started because... All right. We yeah? came here with Ulmar. Uh-huh. Because he was interested in Arcadian culture. And you know me, I like talking about Arcadian culture. 
Yeah. Then Hina was already here, and the two of them were immediately on the offensive against each other. They tried to be polite, but then Unmar asked Hida who he was bringing today. And when he said it was you all, uh, I believe Unmar's exact words were, <clears throat> such a bold choice suits the general's tastes. <gasps> he called us a bold choice? Well, <laughs> first off, yes, he did. Second off, I don't believe that Hida took well to being called the general. Wait, we call him General Hida. I mean, I guess he doesn't yes, like only half if, of it. If I were meeting with someone who I had previously been married to for many years, and they called me the occultist, I would slap them. That's fair. Um, wow. <laughs> now that you say it, that's pretty fucking bad, isn't it? It's very Most bad. Most are rough. Especially since, to my understanding, Hida isn't a general, right? It's just a nickname? Yeah. Uh, wow. This is such a headache. I just... I understand how you feel, Chuchi. <laughs> I just want to fight at this point. I, yeah, <laughs> this shit sucks. Um, are you guys holding up okay? Like, are you holding up okay? I know um, you needed to get away, and man, I fucking appreciate it too. That shit's uncomfortable. Oh, well, Arctus is just dead silent, but Lantondo seems to be loving it because, of course, Lantondo's loving it. <laughs> do you want? It to is head, a little bit funny. Do you want to head back? Uh, yeah, I guess. But, jeez. Uh, you guys move, and you don't see the flickering shadows as you're leaving. The what? Hmm? What? Well, anyway, Masami. What the fuck? All right. Okay. You can't just do that to us, yeah, dude. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. It's a fucking anime trope. Oh my god. Fuck you. <laughs> the the hold on frame for slightly too long, and you see something moving. Uh, anyway, Masami. Okay. Uh, Hida has calmed down mostly. Oh boy. But he's still making bitchy comments to Unmar, and Unmar's still making bitchy comments back. But they're less on fire than they were at the start, because uh, Sanku, everyone's favorite little peacemaker, uh, was able to kind of calm them down a little bit. But they're still, you know... Mm. Ooh, okay, yeah. Uh, I think Masami actually goes, um, actually, Hida, I'm not sure if we ever finished that tactics talk back, um, way back when. He looks at you with so much gratitude in his eyes. Mas Masami even goes back and goes back into, like, their, uh, um, back patch and goes, I kept knocking. <laughs> Hida looks so grateful. You get the feeling that perhaps he's as sick of this as you are, mm -hmm. but his pride is getting him in the way, like, is getting the way of saying, okay, you know what, maybe I should calm down. Yeah. he's not going to calm down. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. But you being here to be like, hey, you know, here's something else to do. He's like, oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> he says, you saved a napkin. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would have been probably a lot easier if I just saved it in my journal, but uh, there's limited space in there. I don't have so many of these papers around, so saved it. <laughs> Um, he nods a little bit. And, like, he's saying this as uh, Unmar, I think, is discussing with Artis. So there is, like, a brief pause between crosstalk. <laughs> uh, and do you want to make me an athletics roll, please? Sure. You know what, Masami? I think he's generally so grateful for you intervening and, you know, talking about something that he can actually handle. You have maxed <laughs> out uh, Kasuhida's influence. 
Cool. He is very fond of you. Okay. Awesome. And very grateful. <laughs> um, and he's kind of, uh, he's got the napkin. His... So essentially what I'm saying though is that numbers are not going to win. Yes, if you have a particularly large army, that's always going to be a tactical advantage. But what matters is being smart. Right. It's the, it's the general nature of quality over quantity. Like, sure, you have the numbers, but at the same time, your numbers will heavily dwindle if, say, they're all farm boys that have no experience. Quite. And remember, of course, that surprise is a key element when it comes to combat. Of course. To catch them off guard, to ambush them, it, it can turn, to turn the tide of battles. If you catch some, like, an enemy force while they're preoccupied with something, then you have essentially already won half the battle. Because by the time that they've, you know, gotten into a fighting stance and gotten into the, uh, the strategy for it, you've already taken five steps for, uh, beyond them, and you're winning. Right. If, if an enemy is always going to be on the back foot, then there's only a matter of time before they stumble or are up against a wall. Exactly. No matter what your tactic is, your first tactic, Misami, must be to never be caught off. And as he's saying that, there's a flash of shadows. What? And something is jumping out onto the field and going for Unmar. Okay. Um. At first you think it is literally a shadow. Uh-huh. But it is not. Uh. It is cloaked by wings of darkness. A horrific, skeletal, alien-like creature appearing to be burning from within. A flaming glow shining through its emaciated chest. Among this gaunt being's most prominent features are shimmering black wings, sharp talons, and yellow eyes that radiate a lambent malice. Okay. Okay. And Masami, you recognize these things instantly. Mm-hmm. These are Ankus. So, uh, this creature, as it, like, l- like flies out with, like, almost silently, I think that's what catches you off guard the most, is how dead quiet it is. Um, it looks like a ribcage attached to a long spine. And coming out of that ribcage end are two long-taloned uh, hands and a almost draconic head with horns. Um, its wings oh. are, like, almost like... Ga- like gaseous, you know, um, like bat wings, except instead of skin, it's clouds. Uh, the thing hmm. is completely dark and shadow-like, uh, except for its insides, which through the cracks in its ribs and its spine, you can see it's almost like glowing from the inside with like fire. And uh, as this thing swoops down, Masami, you know what this thing is. I know what the others, but you know what this thing is. Okay. This is an Anku. Anku are a type of fey creature, most commonly used for assassination cases. Hmm. Often they will be hired by assassins to carry out hits, and evidently you're witnessing one happening right fucking now. Alright. As it swoops down on Unmar, uh, before uh, Hida can even say anything, a second one is flying down and then two more. Um, uh. Eureka hops to her feet and uh, grits her teeth and so does Artus and Lantondo and you guys, we're gonna roll initiative real fast okay okay
dice will roll will return after these messages. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. We now return to Dice Will Roll. 28. 34. So, not 20? Nope. No. No. Okay. Uh, Dave, do you want to roll initiative? There it is. Well, there's the net 20. Okay! Did you peek into the fucking future? I, I guess I did. Sorry, I saw a net 20. I was like, oh, someone got it. And then, no, none of you did. And then Sanku did, I guess. <laughs> well, Sanku... You are top of the order. You have four actions. These two giant bat-like creatures are swooping down on Hida. And then two more are jumping down on Unmar. But uh, it looks like the Biting Roses are taking on those two. The two that are coming down on Hida, however, you don't know what the fuck to do. What? Isn't it funny, though? What's what's kind of funny? They're two... They're two... They're grouped together, though, right? Like, the two each are grouped together. Mm -hmm. Senku is going to use an... Elemental betrayal on the ones that they're fighting, okay. or one of the ones that they're fighting. All right. With fire. Fire. Uh oh. Well. And then I'm going to use scattered fire. Okay, Sanku, you wave your staff in the air, and uh, a marker appears over one of the ankus. However, uh, as you're like waving your staff, um, glittering fireworks explode out, and uh, they're both going to need like reflex saves, right? Yeah. Uh, then they all save. Okay, so they'll all take half damage, uh, but uh, one of them is uh, is going to be Elemental Betrayed, so you'll do an extra 8 damage to them, but r- roll damage anyway. Let's see how much damage you're going to do as they're swooping out of the way. A half of 35. Okay, that's 18 damage to each of them. Um, and then uh, on top of that from the Elemental Betrayal, that's going to be an extra 8 damage to the lower one or the higher one? Uh, the, lo- uh, the lower one, sure. Okay. So, Sanku, um, you hit both of these tanks. They're still flowing down towards Hida. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? You see, though, their heads snap up and they're looking at you now. They've realized you're a threat. Um, I think he's going to uh, just take a five-foot step here. 
Okay. Like uh, a little, so he's between everybody. Okay. Or at least so that he can, he's a clear shot between everybody if he needs. Okay, so you're actually standing at the very edge of the table? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, it is now the Anku's turn. Uh, the one who is less damage is gonna go for Hida. And he spends two actions uh, just mauling at Hida. And Hida's fighting back and yelling, oh, no! But he's a strong guy, you know? So he's not, like, instantly eaten up or anything. But you can tell that if that thing is not stopped, Hida will be killed. So don't let that happen. The other one flies directly for you, Senku. And it hisses as it, like, like rolls towards you. As it's flying, it's going to just go for a wing attack. Uh, and that is going to be a 46 to hit, Sanku. Okay, that's a crit. Okay. Well, Sanku, that is going to be uh, 46 damage to you as it cuts into you hard. Um, and as it does so, Sanku, you start bleeding blue blood from yourself. Ouch! You're going to take 2d6 bleed damage. Um, it is then going to hiss and go for a claw attack against you. And that is going to be a 36 to hit. That also hits. Okay. It's a regular hit, though. It brings down its winged claw into your sh- uh, flesh, Sanku, and does 23 damage to you. Okay. Uh, you are hurt pretty badly, but that uh, is the end of its turn. Uh, next in the order is going to be Masami. Masami, one of these Ankus, and you know what this thing is. It is going for Hida. Uh, they're immediately going to go for a distracting spell strike. Okay, go for it. So... Um, Masami, you uh, jump to one side and you kind of catch his attention, and it doesn't even notice that you're actually attacking from the other side. What are you attacking with? Uh, they're attacking with their sword, the Jokito. Okay. Well, make me the spell strike. Go for it. Um, 38. Uh, 38 is going to be a hit. Roll damage. And what's this spell strike you're loading up? Uh, the spell strike is Electric Arc, which goes on to the target next to it. Oh, oh, very So smart. that, that, they need to make a reflex save. Okay. Okay, uh, it's it succeeds because uh, 33 is my uh, DC. Okay, but it'll still take half damage. Yeah. So how much does the one next to you take, and how much does the one beside him take? The one next to me takes 22 electric damage. Okay. And then the beside him takes 11. And that's also, uh, he also takes 38 slashing down from your choke though, right? Yes. So this Anku that you're fighting is already, you can see he's kind of fucked up. The other one, however, uh, who, who is, you know, chomping down on Sanku, is still looking mostly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? Uh, Arcane Cascade, Electricity. Okay. Asami, lightning starts to jolt through you as you prepare to take on this horrible creature who's come to kill your sponsor. Chuji, it's your turn. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus, yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> Chuji's gonna enter uh, Stoke's Flame Dance for okay. free. Uh, and just start wrecking shit, I guess. Fight at the dinner table. Uh, are you gonna? Are you going for the one that's like currently mauling Sanku, or are you gonna go for the one that's trying to assassinate Hida? I think Chuji cares a lot more about Sanku than Hida. Okay, um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. No uh, offense to Hila, it's just, you know. No offense, I just don't care. Um, it's also, he's like a brother to you. You said so shut yourself the fuck earlier. <laughs> they didn't say that, that wasn't true, it was a lie. Uh, they're gonna three action one inch punch, see how sturdy these guys are. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 35. 
Well, a 25 would normally be a miss. Except you are flanking him. So Ooh. how much damage is that? That's going to be 48 damage. Okay, Chuji, you chop into this thing. And the uh, weird creature lets out a screaming hiss. Um, and it kind of like flaps its wings and it's now turning to look at you. Um, that's your turn, right? Yeah. Does it look bad? How's it uh, looking? It, it don't look great. You seem to have like knocked it in some window of it, but it's still got like a good chunk of health left, you know? Hmm. Um, as you're all fighting, you can see Yarika, Artus, and Lantondo are going against theirs. Uh, Artus and uh, Lantondo, you know, through a combination of cards and uh, arrows, are taking on one. Uh, but then, like, you see Yarika standing, hands clapped together, as a ghostly mantis-headed man goes into hand-to-hand combat against this thing. Sanku, it's your turn. Ow! What do you do? I'm going to um, use an action and change the the thing. I'm not going to use Elemental Betrayal this time. I'm just going to use Tidal Rings on the one closest to me. Okay. Well, uh, make me that spell attack roll. Uh, 45. Uh, a 45 is actually going to be a crit. Cool. Uh, this thing is immobilized. Uh, Sanku, as you wave your staff around, um, it is completely and utterly grabbed by your attack. It can't do anything except for try to escape. Well, that's really cool, because then I'm going to cast Hydraulic Push. Uh-oh. I assume we're not going to have 50,000 fights today, so I don't mind using an 8th-level spell. Um, as, a, as a heads up, this will be at a minus 5, uh, because I have been, it has been drawn to my attention that um, uh, 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 Tile Rings, it is a spell attack roll, and this is also a spell attack roll, so there is a multiple attack penalty. But because he's flat-footed, it doesn't really matter as much. Oh, 39. A 39 is gonna be a hit. Um, Sick. On a, on a success, um, they're knocked back five feet, but everybody's in a line. I would let you do fall damage into the next ankle, which would be five damage to both of them. Epic. So roll me that damage. Jesus. 60 damage. Yeah, okay. A spray of water blasts this ankle, and he knocks into the other ankle, who's also knocked back. So they're all knocked five feet back. The one that's terrorizing Hida is no longer terrorizing Hida. The one that's terrorizing you is no longer terrorizing you. And they both take five damage. Uh, you can see that the Anku that you are fighting is badly injured. He is not nice. looking hot. Uh, the other one is still coping. Uh, but, you know, all in good time, right? Uh, Sanku, is that your turn? You still have this guy grappled. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it is the Anku's turn now. Uh, Hida is stumbling back a little bit. Oh, and Sanku, by the way, uh, you took nine bleed damage. And you're still bleeding. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it is now the Anku's turn. Uh, the one that is in a uh, hydraulic, uh, in a tidal ring, Sanku, it hisses. Um, and I think it's going to uh, just try to break out. So uh, it's going to make an acrobatics check to kind of like swing its way out of this ring of bubbles that's binding it. And that's going to be a 43 against your spell DC, Sanku? My spell DC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, it fights and it pushes and it is no longer immobilized. And it hisses at you. But because it's five feet away, it can't attack you. So instead, it's going to do something fucking terrifying. <laughs> its shadow splits off from its body. And then that shadow swirls a little bit. And then it becomes another Anku. Uh. A fully-fledged extra Anku. And this other Anku hisses at you. 
and that one is going to bite. Uh, so Sanku does a 43 hit. Uh, yeah, it hits. Okay, well, it comes down at you with its fangs, and that's going to be 26 damage from a turned Anku, which is now here. Now, you can see that this Anku is probably a minion, um, so it has mm-hmm. less HP, It's less. it doesn't have certain abilities that the other one has, but it is another one here, which is annoying. Cool, right? <laughs> Epic. Um, Lolo says, Sanku, watch out! Another Anku! So true. Thanks, Lolo! Um... The Anku, which had been knocked back into and was fighting against Masami, it hisses, um, and it turns to you, Masami, and it starts casting a spell. It's gonna cast Prismatic Spray. Uh, a spray of rainbow light cascades from its mouth, and it's gonna blast into you. I have Agata- I have Attack of Opportunity. No, he doesn't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Make me an attack roll. Let's see. 40. Okay, a 40 is going to be a hit. Uh, not a crit, so it's not going to stop him from casting the spell, but you do hit him. Do you want to roll damage? Damage is... Uh, 30, uh, 29. 29. Okay, 29 damage. Uh, you do that. Um, you can see that it is now also badly injured. The two main Ankus uh, are both looking pretty hurt. This assassination attempt is not going as nicely as they might have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Regardless, it is casting the spell on you. And uh, let's see what beam of light blasts into you. Uh, that's going to be a four, a green beam. Masami, you need to make me a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, 42 with Juggernaut. Damn it. Yes, Masami, that is a critical success. How how does this look? Let's see. This shadow creature turns, like, starts charging up this horrible light beam attack that it blasts into you, only for you to, like throat chop it, and then when it actually unleashes into your face point blank, you don't even flinch. That poison damage is going to you? Nah, man, not even a little bit. Yep. You take nothing. Ha. Uh, the Yanku hisses in your face, and with its last action, I think it's just going to try to claw you. Uh, the Yanku hisses in your face, and with its last action, I think it's just going to try to claw you. Uh, and that is going to be a 33, Masami. 33 does not hit. 33 don't hit? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you duck out of the way as this thing's claw bashes into the cobblestone beside you. And that is its turn. Masami, it's your turn now. That's great. That's fucking wonderful. Spell strike again because I got it refreshed. <laughs> yeah, from Arcane Cascade. Go for it. Hit him. What's, uh, it, what's the spell strike? What are you going with? Uh, this spell strike is actually going to be Undermine Reality. A level 8 spell. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Alright. That's a 30. Uh, I'm actually gonna just use my fucking hero point. <laughs> yeah? What do you roll? I roll a 36 instead. <laughs> well, a 36 is better than the 30, and a 36 is a hit! Roll damage! Uh, 26 damage. From the Chokuto? Okay. From the Chokuto, and then... The fuck does Undermine Reality do? Uh, you lash a target with tendrils of shadow that steal some of its substance, making it quasi-real. As long as it is quasi-real, quasi its strikes deal half damage and can't cr- critically succeed at any skill check. Oh and creatures attempting saving throws against this against its spells and effects get a result in one degree of success better than they rolled. Target must attempt a will saving throw. Okay. 
I think I do need to actually make this will save because this is uh, an incapacitation effect. Mm -hmm. Because basically, this is an extremely powerful spell that can completely fuck someone up. Yep. Wait, actually, it's lower level than you, so the incapacitation will not affect it. Lol. Mm -hmm. So it will. I'll still roll. Let's see. Wait, how does that work? Yeah, no, actually, if the incapacitation doesn't affect, it just happens. Yep. Cool. Hey, Masami. Yeah. The Anku starts to fade out of reality a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, like, just kind of transparent, and it hisses. And it's it's real, but it's also not completely real. Mm-hmm. At the end of each of its turns, it can make another will save. Jesus. Okay, so it's basically just... Wow. Everything it does, it'll do half as well. That's crazy strong. Yep. Okay, cool. Is that your turn? Or no, you've one action up, right? I have one action. So. Yeah, what? Yeah, what is it? Doing a bit of damage plus re uh, refreshing my spell strike. Dimensional Assault. I make another strike. Okay, you fucking teleport behind him and attack. Go I, actually, it. I teleport to the side of him because that's going to flank. That's going to put me in a flanking position. Got it, got it, got it. Well, go get his ass. A 29. A 29 is unfortunately going to be a miss, Masami. Uh, this Anku, like, dodges out of the way, but you still went through the... the you still cast a spell, so you still get your focus point back, you know? Mm -hmm. The creature hisses in your face, but, like, it's kind of muffled as it does so, because, again, it's not entirely real. Yep. And is that your turn? Yes. Okay. Chuji, it's your turn. There's another one. I don't love that. But I do have a, I do have a, a neat little move for when there's multiple enemies around me. I'm going to blazing straight with my whole turn. Okay, go for it. Get to strike twice, making uh, attacks to up to four enemies. So Chuji's going to move right here. Hit this one next to Senku. Okay. That one's a 39. 39 is a hit. Roll damage. That one gets 24. Okay, 24 damage. You can see that this minion is it doesn't have a lot of hp to start so 24 is a lot of damage to it and juju's gonna start over to the other two uh and punch him real quick go for it go for it Ooh, 32 32 is a miss unfortunately wait no hold on that's Flank. a hit because you are flanking <laughs> because technically on the other side artist rodrivan is fighting against the others <laughs> that's 29 damage against that one okay go for it and then last one... Jesus, 32. Uh, a 32, yeah, also? again, is a hit because you are flanking with Masami. Slay. 24 damage to that one. Okay. That Anku, the one that has been dueling against Masami that you just hit at the end, that is doing particularly bad. Like, it does not have much HP left at all. Is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Sanku, it is your turn. There are a lot of these guys, and they're all very badly hurt. What do you do? I think he's going to cast Elemental Betrayal Okay. on the one that's badly injured. Okay, the one that had been fighting you originally, the one that split off the other Anku. Got it. And then I'm going to use a Horizon Thunder Spear. Okay, how many actions are you going to cast for Horizon Thunder Spear? Two. Okay, go for it. So, are you using lightning damage on this one? Yeah. Or I think it's electricity is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, charge up the Horizon Thunder Sphere. You're not, like, taking fucking ages to blast it like you usually. you just like, Kamehameha, and, like, fucking blast it into him. I think it's because it's already uh, pretty uh, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with two actions, 
Uh, the spell has a range of 30 feet, and uh, it does... Yeah, it, you'll, you'll be able to hit him. You only need to do a huge blast this time. Make me that spell attack roll. 36. A 36 is a hit. Uh, what level are you casting this at? Uh, fifth level. Okay. So at fifth level, that would be... 11d6, I think. Yeah, well, with 11d6, that's going to be how much damage? 39. Okay, Sanku, plus 8. That's going to be 47, yeah? Sanku, how do you do this? I, I've always imagined that he, most of his magic, he, he concentrates it to his his staff instead of his palm, even though he could. Yeah, yeah. So I think that he, like, uh, I think he points the, the staff in front of him, holding on it with, like, both hands. Um, and I think it's sort of like, you know when you, not that you'd know this firsthand, Derry, but you know how when you shoot a really, like, heavy gun, it, like, has recoil? Yeah. Um, I think that, like, the ball of, like, electric energy, um, shoots out and he, like, has to take a step back, and I just think it, like, explodes into the, yeah. the Anku, uh, yeah. Okay, and exploded doors. It, it vanishes in a hiss of smoke, and when it do when it does so, so too does that minion. The third Anku vanishes into a blast of ashes, and now there's only the one left that Chuji and Masami are tag teaming the fuck out of. Nice, nice work, uh, Sanku. You take six bleed damage, and that is your turn. It is the Anku's turn. This Anku is near death. And uh, it hisses, and I think it is going to go for you, Masami. Okay. And it's going to wing attack you, and that is a 45 to hit. Hit. Just a hit. Holy shit. Not a crit. No. Okay. Uh, Well, as it slashes into you, um, that's 20 damage, and its wing is, like, metallically solid for a second, and it cuts through you like uh, a knife through raw chicken. And you start bleeding. That's 2d6 bleed damage. Okay. It then hisses and it's gonna go for you, Chuji, with a claw attack. Uh, That is a 41 to hit. 41 hits. Okay. He just lunges at you with his claws and that's 27 damage. Okay. And lastly, it is going to try to fly away. Assassination attempt failed. It's getting out of here. Whoosh. Wait, that's movement, though. God fucking damn it. That, and that's both of us, too. Hang on. No! Yeah. Hey, I get one also. Yeah, you both get we one. We both God get one, it. yeah. Go for it, go for it, go for it. 33, then. 33, and uh, Chuji? 38. Okay. Uh, both those are going to be hits. Roll me that damage. 28 and 27. How did the two of you kill this thing in sync? <laughs> How do you want to? How do you want to tag team this? How do you want to? How do you want to do a uh, team attack? I think that they both see it try to get away at the same time, and Chuji and Masami give each other like you know that look. (laughs) And I think that Masami should use like Chuji as kind of like a stepping stool because like Chuji like jumps up into the air, kind of like punching at it, and I think Masami should use their chokuto. Oh, get at yeah, the legs. Yeah, catapulting off of Chuji. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chuji, you leap. You propel Masami into the air with a fire punch. And Masami, you rocket forward and smash through this tank. A projectile launched by Chuji. And the two of you 
kind of strike a cool pose as this thing explodes into ashes. And only seconds later, you see uh, Yarika and Grandfather Mantis rip apart one of them. And Artis Rodrivan shoots an arrow through a harrow card into the final creature. And all is quiet. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, is everyone okay? Ouch. Hida and Unmar both kind of stand up, shaky. Uh, and you can see that they are, like, holding each other a little bit. Like, Hida has his hands on Unmar's shoulder and around his side. And the two of them look very shaken. Are you okay? Uh, they immediately stop doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hida coughs a little bit and says, Whatever those things were, they, they got me good. But... Thankfully, we had you guys here. If I had been alone, I don't know if I would have survived that. And more hustles. Oh, for God's sake. You would have been fine. You always carry those swords with you. But I am very grateful. You saved our lives. All of you. He looks at everyone and, you know, the biting roses nod a little bit. Um, and Eureka says, Truly, if all six of us hadn't been here, this could have been a disaster. What were those things? Have you ever seen them before? Yeah, what the hell? Unmar and Hida look at each other and they both shake their heads and Hida says, this may be a surprise but I've never had an attempt on my life before. I don't know what I would have done to get someone after me but certainly they sent some powerful assassins. These things don't just roam through Goka, I assume so I can only imagine that that was why they came from me and Aldenar first. That's really weird. How are you guys all doing? Masami does not look okay. They are keeping their mouth shut. Would this have to be something that the others make a perception check for? Yeah. Would you like the others to make a perception check? Yeah. Okay, everyone. You heard the lady. Yeah, like a fucking hawk. Masami, your deception DC is high. Both of these guys rolled 19s. <laughs> okay. Both of you immediately can tell that Masami is not doing okay. Hey, you alright? Uh, I know what those were. What? Do you? Anku. I think Yarika perks up a little bit. Anku, yes, I've heard of them. They're fae assassins, aren't they? I've never seen one in person. Because if you had. You wouldn't live to tell it. The Biting Roses look a little for a moment. They show up in groups and do their job for a reason. Why they're out in the open, I don't know, but... Lantondo raises hands, if I may... Go ahead. Assuming that perhaps Lord Unmar and General Hida were the targets, and we had been left alone with them and they were killed and then they vanished... Well, who would have been held responsible? Oh. We would have been framed. What in the heck? Uh. Which means whoever is doing this knows what they're doing. Artis scratches his head a bit and says, But doesn't that seem a little much? Why, why would they do this? Maybe they have something against the Ruby Phoenix tournament? Or the Ruby Phoenix herself or something? What do you guys do? Saying, because like, okay, hold on. I need to heal. Um, I got really hurt. Oh, um, yeah, let's get you healed up. 
That's okay. I got it. Okay. And um, Senku's going on a cast heal. Okay, you are you using your staff of healing to heal yourself up? Yep. <laughs> okay. Third level works, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Sanku, you uh, restore yourself uh, some HP just, you know, popping off a few bubbles from your staff I think Unmar stands and says well, I I do thank you all for coming to this lunch, but I'd say it's probably best that Hida and I return to our security cancels uh, that's fair will you say that again? Uh, that's fair. Hida nods and says, Thank you all, you were most impressive today, but perhaps it's best that we keep this one silent. Considering, uh, and he kind of turns and smiles at you, Chuji, the press attention that's on you already, I don't know that (laughs) it would be wise for the general public to know that there was a high-profile assassination attempt. Though certainly I will pass on this news to the Ruby Phoenix herself. And I'll make sure that she knows Just that what what happened today. The and very quick about that. Make sure you're not alone. Have a guard with you. Have several guards with you. Just in case. Well, yes, I wouldn't go anywhere without my guards. But yes. That goes for both of you, actually. As they look at Umar. Yeah, I think he nods a little bit. And I will say, have it... They both would have gotten an influence point, but you already maxed out Hida. He has, uh, Unmar has another influence point. He is very impressed by you guys saving his fucking life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he nods a little bit and says, Yes, quite. Um, with that, shall, shall we disperse for the day? Yeah. Uh, he nods and he and Hida walk out, not bickering anymore, all things considered. Hmm. But hey, it's only a matter of time. I think they have more pressing things to think yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Um, before they leave, uh, Yarika walks up to all of you and says, So, what are you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I really just, I don't think that those H-pop artists were working on their own. Sorry. Be really s- a H-pop artist? The... The ones who, yeah, the ones who attacked the Ruby Phoenix? Yes. What what about them? I just don't think that they were working on their own. I think it would be really dumb. You actually came in later than we did. You didn't see what happened. No. They attacked the Ruby Phoenix with a disintegration staff and killed her. In front of everyone. That's not nearly as subtle as what happened here. No. And they were captured, but we saw their wanted posters in Goka, out in the market. Lantondo rubs their wooden wooden chin and says, How can we be certain? I, 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 sorry, I, I had seen these posters and I had heard that they were former contestants, but I also heard that they drowned. I just, well, what if those people that they were working with? I mean,. I don't know. That's just my theory, though. And Narcissus raises a hand and says, Well, then, doesn't that bag the question? Hmm. Who? Who are they working with? 
I don't know. I don't... Wasn't the uh, Ruby Phoenix tournament tampered with the last time? Chidi looks at Masami. The Golden League is smarter than that, though. And the one who was previously part of the Golden League, who tried to cheat their way through, became an enforcer, and is very reluctant about what he did to a loud degree. They know to step away from this. I actually want you guys to make me a perception check. Hmm. All of us? Yeah. I'm looking. Okay, Sanku, I think you see it while the others are kind of talking. You're like, after a while, and everyone's talking about all this serious, boring stuff, and you're like, ooh, and your attention kind of slips, and you're like, ooh, because you see something shiny mm-hmm. in the ashes of the creature that was destroyed. Ooh, what's that? Oh. Pick it up. What is it? Uh, Senku picks it up. What is it? It's a little coin. A coin? Yeah, a little silver coin. Hmm. A coin? Huh? Oh, I found I, I found treasure. I, I, it, it, uh, I think the Anku dropped this? Oh? It seems to be a coin of platinum. Was this its payment? But there's something... Oh. It's slightly bent... Um, the coin itself is of a, it's like got a tower in the middle, almost like a lighthouse with the middle hollowed out. Mm. Um, like, you know, the way that, um, Korean coins have like a little square hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's like inset into this lighthouse. Um, it's not a coin you've ever, like, you've never seen any coins like this before. Except maybe you, Chuji. Yeah? Do you want to make me... Hmm. I'll let you roll a Ruby Phoenix lore check. Not because it has to do with the Ruby Phoenix, but because you worked in a museum and it's Ruby Phoenix stuff. You know what I mean? 29. Okay, yeah. You actually do know that this looks like it's a coin from Huanggo. Fantasy Korea, where H-pop is from. Mm-hmm. Although this particular coin seems to be about three hundred years old, definitely not in circulation anymore. Uh, Huanggo was not a nice place three hundred years ago. Um, there were a lot mm-hmm. of bad, bad people, and you know that currency was mostly pulled afterwards because they wanted to distance themselves from uh, their not-so-great past of despotism and tyranny. Yeah. You know, like, once once the bad guys were kicked out, they were like, let's not use the bad guys' coins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shuji, like, gets up close to it, and they're like, that's... that's a historical coin from Huanggo. What? That's, like, 300 plus years old. Like, that's... What? Look at it. Oh, it's... I mean, it was old. Yeah, but, like, that's... That was one of, um, Hongol's not-so-great leaders from way, 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 way long ago. That's an old fucking coin. They don't use this anymore. Then why did they use this? 
Maybe it's like a like a, like a calling card, like like the like the bad guys in novels. <laughs> it seems to be an expensive calling card if it's made of platinum. I don't know. Maybe they're rich yeah. bad guys. Shuji, do were all the the coins of this era bent like this? Um, not that I know of. Yeah, no. Um, someone bent this on purpose. This isn't like a. It's it's not bent. I'll say it's warped. I think is the best oh. way of putting it. No, this isn't like um a bending situation, or I guess. They didn't do this with their coins. They were flat, mostly. This one's weird. I guess it wasn't treated too well. Masami, is your magic sense on? It's always on. Damn, that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this coin smells the conjuration. Conjuration you know, magic. Like teleportation magic? That's... It has hints of conjuration on it. Eureka looks up at you guys as you're like talking about conjuration and ancient Wango coins, and she's like, "I'm not following. I'll I'll be one hundred percent clear. I'm not following." Um, Can I ask you guys something first? Um, certainly, yes. On Danger Island, did you ever encounter? a portal just opening up at your base or wherever you were. Her eyebrows raise and the crew of them look at each other and then they look back at you. And they shake their heads. Eureka says, no, nothing like that ever happened to us. Really? No, nothing. Um, Really, the strangest thing that happened to us was at one point there was this bird that came out and tried to steal from us. Like a, like a big bird? Like a really mm, big bird? Yes. Uh, it was like a, almost like an ostrich mixed with a heron. Chuji, your blood starts to boil. Uh, the one that stole. It's that fucking bird. Ah, oh, fucker. Um, and Artis puts up a hand. There was the sword robot. Sword robot? Yes, it was a robot that was made of swords. Okay. okay. But Lantondo shakes his head and says, aside from that, no, there was nothing like... No, what do you mean? On the island, on the south of it, we found a teleport, a makeshift teleportation camp. Dead set deep in I conjuration see. magic. And even our enforcer said that it wasn't regulation. And it was conjuration magic that was very... Similar to the Ruby Phoenix herself. I think all of their eyes light up a little bit, and Eureka almost looks like surprised. This is... Wait, are you saying this is a test by her? That's what we thought this the night that we found that teleportation camp. Because as we were sleeping, there was a portal, and what came out were droves of terracotta soldiers. Ones that aren't even made anymore. Three of them look at each other, and Eureka hums and says, That doesn't seem fair to do. To attack you in your own base while you're sleeping? Yeah, we just woke up 
and they were there. At some point we brushed it off thinking it was a test because we didn't really want to believe that the Ruby Phoenix was into any of this. And then the night of the opera. At that time, I couldn't have my magic sense on because there was just so much magic in there that I couldn't even breathe. But it all clashed and the same sort of portal opened. And it was a portal that was closed together by a thin thread. Something very characteristic of the Ruby Phoenix. Ash just puts up a hand. He keeps doing this whenever he has something to say. There is something that must be considered. Why the hell would would Hao Jin do any of that? That's what makes no sense. I don't think she would. There's no motive. There's no motive. That's why it's so It's all over the place, but it's all... It's very similar to her magic signature. Every one of us has one. Uh, Mine is my shadows. Yurika nods and says, Well, from what I know, there's no one in the world who has any... who can hold a candle to Haojin's magic. I know. Not a single person can imitate her. I know, which was which makes this all the bit concerning. I don't know if this is the right angle to think of it from, considering there are other people involved. As... They gesture to the ashes. Then we have to find out who they are, right? Once we find out who they are, we can help. We can stop this from interfering with the tournament itself. Because ultimately, that's of course what's going to happen, right? The hammer has to drop eventually. And So once we know who is behind it, then we can take the next step. And this is where Masami looks conflicted. <laughs> Do the rest of you want to make a perception check? Of course. <laughs> yeah. I think Yarika will also make a perception check. Okay. All three of you notice Masami's conflicted. Hmm. Are you okay? If he wants you on this so badly, then I guess I have no choice. There's something I haven't been telling you. Do we want to end the episode there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you evil? You're fucking evil. That is completely evil. Um, (laughs) It is your choice. Oh, man. God. Part of me kind of wants to. You said it. Part of me kind of wants to. But, oh. I think they kneel down to the ashes and put a hand in. I, they put a hand in the pile that very gradually turns into a fist. It takes them a while to ask this question because they've been hiding it for their entire life. What do any of you know of the ninja clans in Tiansha? That is where we're going to end it today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Tony Saunders, Dasha Clancy, Ari Graham, Giratina, Max, Minty Belmont, GP Dora, Lemon Jam Tart, Marshmallowberry, Sarissa, Farrick Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, Skyly, Blurst Hellion, Kendra West, Ginley Trick, Transgirl Trish, Platonic, Bal Punya, Johnny the Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasnich, Killen Shark, Fearin, Glitch HD, Jay Snoops, Zenith Drums, Torbjorn, Sophia Varlera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Delore, Kira, Lichelop, Gizmo, Machi, Cass, Babel Makalov, Ava, Chris Lutman, Remthy Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Reality, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Triceratops, Rei Kitsune, and Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Moderna, John DePocorder, SS66Seeker, Dame Valerie the Turk, and Dame Valerie the Turk. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dice will roll today, and make sure to vote for us in the Audioverse Awards 2022. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.